Hello everyone, I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace and this is WTOC's weekly wrap-up, a quick recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. On Friday, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the Department of Justice is suing the state of Georgia over the state's new voting laws. The lawsuit alleges the new laws were put in place to keep black Georgians from voting. SB 202 was passed and signed into law back in March amid much backlash across the state and country. Here's Attorney General Merrick Garland followed by Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark on the lawsuit. I promised that we are scrutinizing new laws that seek to curb voter access, and that where we see violations of federal law, we will act. In keeping that promise, today the Department of Justice is suing the state of Georgia. Our complaint challenges several provisions of SB 202 on the grounds that they were adopted with the intent to deny or abridge black citizens equal access to the political process. The provisions we are challenging reduce access to absentee voting at each step of the process, pushing more black voters to in-person voting, where they will be more likely than white voters to confront long lines. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp is expected to speak on the lawsuit Friday evening in Savannah. He released a statement shortly after it was announced on Friday saying, quote, this lawsuit is born out of the lies and misinformation the Biden administration has pushed against Georgia's Election Integrity Act from the start. Kemp's statement continues, quote, now they're weaponizing the U.S. Department of Justice to carry out their far-left agenda that undermines election integrity and empowers federal government overreach in our democracy. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger also released a statement Friday saying, quote, It's no surprise that they would operationalize their lies with the full force of the federal government. I look forward to meeting them and beating them in court. WTOC will continue to follow this story and update it on air and online. The city of Savannah's years-long search for a permanent city manager will take another step this week. The three finalists for the job will be in town this weekend for interviews and community panels. The three finalists are Heath Lloyd, currently the assistant city manager for Savannah, Cheryl Long, the assistant city manager in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Jay Melder, the assistant city administrator in Washington, D.C. WTOC reached out to every member of Savannah's City Council to get their take on what the next city manager should prioritize. We didn't hear back from every member, but several did share their opinions. Here's what they had to say, beginning with District 3 Alderwoman Linda Wilder Bryan. Allow him to do what he needs to do and that uh, he takes care of all of our needs, just not um, some of them. But we want one that is progressive and understands what he's putting his feet into and understands that there are people, once he is uh, selected, whoever it is, that we're going to be behind him 100%. Here's Council Vice Chair and District 4 Alderman Nick Palumbo. And there's always going to be a transition for somebody that's jumping into that spot. It'll be a new role that they're playing, but they've got to be able to run with the football almost immediately because the challenges that we face, uh, poverty reduction, access to affordable housing, and rising violent crime, those are real persistent challenges that are here in the now. Uh, and we need a city manager that's going to lead us to tackle those. Here's Mayor Pro Tem and District 5 Alderwoman Dr. Estella Edwards Shabazz. Public safety and accountability in law enforcement, improving the practices in the purchasing department, and income inequality in our community needs to be improved. Here's District 6 Alderman Curtis Pertee. 
First thing we need to do is, is look at our employees in the city and how do we develop those employees so that they want to stay, so that we retain them, so that we attract great employees. Uh, great employees for the city means uh, you know, a better environment for our citizens overall. You know, it's not just the police department, it's the fire department, the sanitation department, the water department, everybody. So uh, that's the first thing they need to do is sit down and have that very important meeting with the, uh, with the department heads here within the city. The second thing they need to do is be out in the community and introduce themselves to the community. There's so much going on here in Savannah. We've, you know, we've, we've been tackling things like poverty, equity, um, revitalization. So there's a lot going on in Savannah and that person needs to be a boots on the ground person in the community talking to folks and interacting uh, very much with the community. And finally, here's Mayor Van Johnson. Day one is be able to assess the organization. Um, I think that sometimes jumping into the work too quickly, um, you know, I think you have to be able to uh, get to know the people, get to know your council, get to know our management team, get to know our employees, get to know our citizens and our business community, um, and get to know the things that are important to all of them, and then kind of see how we are providing uh, those services. Um, I think people over projects. The search has taken more than two years and cost more than $60,000 of taxpayer money. Mayor Johnson says he hopes the council can reach a unanimous decision on the next city manager within the next two weeks. The prominent family of a mother and son found murdered in Colleton County is now offering a $100,000 reward for information in that case. 52-year-old Maggie Murdaugh and her 22-year-old son Paul were found shot to death at their hunting lodge on June 7th. On Friday, Alex Murdaugh, Maggie's husband and Paul's father, released a statement announcing the reward. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, also known as SLED, is investigating the killings and released heavily redacted reports on the investigation earlier this week. The Murdaugh family has ties to the 14th Circuit Solicitor's Office, which serves Allendale, Beaufort, Colleton, Hampton, and Jasper counties. Three generations of the family served as 14th Circuit Solicitor from 1920 through 1986. The reward was announced just two days after SLED reopened an investigation into the 2015 hit-and-run death of a 19-year-old man in Hampton County. SLED spokesman Tommy Crosby confirmed the agency reopened the probe into Stephen Smith's death based on information agents gathered as they continue to investigate the shooting deaths of Maggie and Paul Murdoch. But the agency provided no further details on how the two cases may be connected, if at all, or what type of information investigators found that led them to reopen the Smith case. Smith's mother has long questioned the circumstances surrounding her son's death. For more on this developing story, go to WTOC.com. Drivers on Hilton Head Island will soon no longer need change to take the Cross Island Parkway. South Carolina's Department of Transportation will stop collecting tolls on the parkway beginning July 1st. Since the road opened in 1998, the toll has worked to pay back the loans taken out for its construction. The Department of Transportation says it will continue maintaining the parkway as part of its statewide road system after the toll is discontinued. For the latest news and weather updates from the Coastal Empire and Lowcountry, tune into The News every night and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.